Yo, yo, what is good, everybody, and welcome back on another episode of Buzzing with Anxiety. It is your host, Cake, and it's Randy, Randy Tagley, whatever y'all want to call me. Um, just back here on this beautiful evening of November 5th, 2020. Uh, currently, the vote, the, the, the voting is still going on. Not the voting, but the counting of the vote, voting for the president, presidency is still going on, and I don't want, I don't really want to talk about that today, just because... Uh, I just want to thank all of you guys who are tuned in currently right now because um, now I got a really good uh, follower base listening to my podcast um, about and and you guys really enjoyed the Barber episode of me talking about uh, consultation and everything like that. So hopefully uh, those numbers go up even more. Um, and I think that you guys appreciate that more. So maybe I'll, I'll be labeling like the haircutting stuff or barber related things separate, uh, which I'm going to do right here. Um, and I was just, to be honest, I was listening, uh, to the podcast and it sounded really good. Like, uh, I, I sounded comfortable, confident. I mean, honestly, I've been doing this forever, so I know how being a barber is like the back of my fucking hand. So whatever it is, uh, you guys haven't asked me any questions to talk about anything else. But um, since we were on the part of the consultation part, um, I'm going to just use like this whole episode uh, just to talk about. Uh, well, pretty much I want to talk about uh, being a greeter at the door. So like, I don't know, I think just the series of being a barber and like, every there's so many little small details uh to being a barber that uh gets overlooked and uh schools might not teach you guys this barber if you're an, if you are an apprentice uh the 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 person who uh the licensed barber might not show you these things or tell you these things but yeah that's why you guys got me here cake and his randy i'm out here <laughs> Uh, just to talk about pretty much like everything else that goes on in like uh, a barber shop or a barber environment. So, I mean, I, I wrote I started writing down topics um, for barber shows and shit like that or not barber shows or yeah, barber shows, but topics that I can talk about uh, in this podcast. And one of the, the top ones was like I could talk about barber shows. We I we like we can talk about. Um, pretty much every aspect and I think that you guys respect me enough to come back to this podcast uh, to listen so uh, what this episode again I don't know how long these episodes are going to be some might be really fast some might be really long if I get tired or whatever then I'm just going to cut it short Um, but pretty much in this episode I want to talk about being the greeter at the door um, so for, for those of you guys that don't know, um, I've cut at six different barbershops and I, I consider my parents' house being, um, I consider that being one of the barbershops I've worked at. So the first barbershop that I worked at was called Cut Creations. That was on, um, Silver Avenue. My second barbershop was, um, Feel Good Cuts. My third barbershop was my parents' house. My fourth barbershop was um, 
so my parents, and then I went to Chicago's, and then after Chicago's, I was at Cut to Contrast, and after Cut to Contrast, I'm over here at my own barbershop, Cake and Cuts. Um, I was at Feel Good Cuts for, or I was at I was at Cut Creations for for like a year, but that's that I don't even count that. Uh, I was at my parents' house, you know, everything in between. Um, I was at Feel Good Cuts on and off for five years. And then I was at Chicago's for a lot of people. This is the thing. A lot of people or a lot of y'all think that I was at uh, Chicago's for hella long. I don't know where that came from. It, for me, it actually did feel like it was like a long time uh, that I did work there. But in all reality, I was there for less than two years. Um, and then I was at uh, Cuts Contrast for seven years. So And that was seven years straight. Uh, shout out to JJ again, Mr. Cut to Contrast uh, on Instagram for giving me the opportunity. Um, and I've been, yeah, that was the longest uh, barbershop I've ever worked at. Um, and now I'm thinking, damn, I could damn near talk about different barbershops and uh, different settings and different people that I've worked with, uh, especially at, uh, at Cut to Contrast. So if you guys want to hear me talk about uh, the barbers that I worked with at Cuts of Contrast, uh, we, we had about seven, I, I got to work with at least like 17 different people at Cuts of Contrast. Um, and I appreciate every single one of them, uh, to this day, like the, um, I still have these friendships with, with pretty much all of them. And, um, it's important, uh, for me to have these friendships because, um, I don't know, man, just, just, you want to make that, that's how I know people are my friends. Like, and I tell everybody this too, uh, before I get into what we want to talk about on this podcast, um, let me just tell you like little, little small stuff that, um, little hint that if you have a circle of friends that are barbers, or if you work at a barbershop, if you guys go out and all you can do is talk about barber shit or barber related topics, that person is not your friend, like a genuine friend. He's not your genuine friend. He is just your coworker or somebody that's in your field. So for for the barbers that are out there, so the barbers that are out there that, uh, and, and I have all these relationships with all these different kinds of people um, that we, that we hate fucking talking about barber shit. Like I hate talking about barber shit. The second that I step out of the barber shop, like I'm, I don't want to talk about barbershop with anybody else. Now it's different right now because I'm in a podcast. I don't have a guest. It's just me. I'm talking about barbershop and I can't get this shit out of my head. Um, so the best way is to talk about it on this podcast. And I hope you guys are appreciating this and enjoying these, uh, these little episodes because to be honest, I'm enjoying it a lot myself because it's, it's also like letting uh, letting me know again, like, Hey, you're not doing this shit right. So let's go straight back. Let's go. I'm sorry, you guys. I have so many different like sidetracks things that be going on, like in my head that I just want to get out. So, and I'm trying to make the, uh, the podcast make sense at the, at the same time. Um, but yeah, so anyways, with the six different barbershops that I've worked at, I've, 
always been the the first person at the door i've always been the greeter um i don't and when i was at barber college i was I, I never sat in the front i sat in the middle i sat at station five so baby barber college bbc if you guys if y'all out there and y'all listening everybody knows it was the, the most littest uh chair in the building was c5 and c6 uh, that's because those seats were in front of the cash register. So, and dude, look, I could talk about an episode of the, of my barber college experience from what I remember, and that was a long time ago, in 2005. That was 15 years ago. Um, so I'm just going to keep writing these down real quick because all these, like, dude, again, like, I, I, I don't see me running out of topics to talk about, like, with barber shit. So um, it's cool that I can, I can talk about this and, um, and you guys can hear this, especially like I'm, I'm going more towards like the, the bar, like, I hope this podcast reaches all levels, but for the most part, this podcast is for the up and coming barbers, uh, barbers who are in barber college. If you guys are, uh, driving to school or whatever, and then maybe I'll even write like the time to start listening to like when I start giving advice, because uh, I know you guys probably don't want to hear about these little backstories, but I do because I remember all this shit. So fuck y'all. <laughs> y'all can go ahead and uh, suck my dick. <laughs> but uh, sorry, guys. I'm I'm like a little delirious. It's 1243 a.m. You guys know that I have trouble sleeping. Um, so I don't know. Let's go back into it. So, yeah. So um, it's uh, for me, it's important to be the greeter at the barbershop. Um because I know, like, first and foremost, I'm a handsome motherfucker, you know what I mean, like, <laughs> like, real shit, like, like, not even just that, I'm just, I, I bring, I feel like I can bring that energy and that vibe, um, to the shop to where I want the first, the, the person, or the person, or the persons, or the people walking into the shop to look at me with a welcoming face, now, even though I, I mean, I've been told this like for a really long time that I kind of have like an intimidating kind of look to me. Like I do my best to not have that intimidating look because like some things that helps me with that look is like the way that I dress or the way that I smile um, or the way, or even the way that I'm cutting hair. Like there is no telling, um, there's no like right or wrong way uh but i this is like things that's worked out for me every again i've worked in the front every single time and then people always ask like damn randy like why do you uh why do you like being in the front so like uh the only the only place at was that cuts contrast actually so um i ended up being in the front um but if you guys all know me like i went i actually moved around to every single station at cut to contrast uh just because i wanted to try it out or um if i was getting bored within the shop or if i was getting bored so this is a little history about myself and um, i don't know if anybody ever caught this but i get bored easily like super easy so if, when i when i would get bored i would just leave the shop I'd be like, nah, like, you know what? This isn't working out for me. I'm going to another shop. I'm going to be in another environment uh, just to do that. And then I, that was also a way for me to, um, to like, what is it? Like, uh, what the fucking word am I looking for? My bad, y'all. I'm like watching TV. I should actually turn this TV off. 
but like it was like a marketing thing for me where I would leave different shops to work in a different part of the city just to to to, to circulate like my clientele and expand my network um that was one trick for me and working at cuts contrast I, I knew I, I wanted to stay at cuts contrast until I opened up my own shop and that's exactly what I did um so yeah I cuts contrast I just moved um just in within the shop so I wouldn't get bored so anyways I started in the front went to the back and then ended up being in the front again so blessings over there um currently at cake and cuts in my barbershop i'm the very first person that you see right in the shop again like um there's like little tactics to this uh that that and like things in my head that i feel like should work right um i don't know if you guys want to take this advice but uh even like for me if i and and this secret is gonna get let, let the fuck out because this is a secret that that i know works now for people who come into the shop, I go, hey, what's up, man? What's going on? Boom, right? And then, um, oh, do you have an appointment today? Like, and these are all questions that you have to ask. Um, you have to pay attention. So I say like, oh, hey, I was going, do you have an appointment today? They'll say, yeah. They'll say, yeah. I'll do yes or no. Yeah, I have an appointment today. I have it with, um, with Justin. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, just have a seat right there, and uh, he'll be right with you. Justin's right there, and then they're like, "All right, bet." So then, um, after that, like, I'll also do my best to like try to have a conversation with them while they're waiting. Now, not to point, not to knock Justin, or I'm just using Justin as an example because he's the first one that I see. Um, but if, if say if Justin's running late, and I see that the client is um, like anxious and he's like damn dude's like five minutes late ten minutes late you know that's when i try to start a conversation make him feel comfortable at the shop because it's his first time at the shop um now that right there that that has that engagement with that client first time in here because i don't want that i don't want them thinking like damn this is just another regular ass barbershop that works that that runs late that's one thing about me is i'm always i'm punctual as fuck i'm Honestly, like I have, I wasn't always punctual as a barber, uh, but I worked on my punctuality uh, during the years, and I'm exactly where the fuck I want to be at right now. I'm, I cut, I literally only cut ten people a day. I cut for ten hours, and I charge, I charge what I charge. I charge fifty bucks. So as long as I hit my quota of five hundred dollars, then I'm, I'm okay. Um, and if I don't hit my quota, then, then that's okay too because, um something like getting paid without a tip I, I don't count the tip as part of my quota which i should um so yeah um let me go back to my notes real quick uh so the greeting at the door is important uh you guys all know that and yeah so oh yeah that's this is another thing let me go back or not go back but the reason why um, I love being a greeter while you have an advantage at being a greeter at the door is when the client also, when the client leaves, um, I always ask the barber like, yo man, like what was that dude's name? Oh, his name was, his name was David. All right, cool, cool. Uh, for next time I'll, I'll remember that. Or if, if I had a good conversation with him, like the mini conversations, I'll remember his face and I'm really fucking good at that. Um, but I'm also very fucking terrible at remembering, uh, people's names. So that is something that I always try to work on and trust me guys, like, like 
for those of y'all that that I've met before in the past and and I act like I never met y'all dude like this like <laughs> I've met a lot of people you guys have met a lot of people I really don't expect y'all to even remember me um but I do always try my hardest to leave like a lasting impression uh maybe I could talk about another episode on this about leaving like lasting impressions because uh that's a big thing especially in this industry where we want to get up so anyways I'm um, going back to to being the greeter at the door another thing that I do is when for every single fucking client that leaves uh the barbershop after they get a haircut doesn't matter who the fuck it is I say all right man have a good day that's it you know and f- nine times out of ten like they'll terms be like right on thank you right uh the one percent are the people that don't that are not even looking at uh are they're not looking back they're just walking out the door so i'm not even i'm not even gonna count those but for the most part i i say very loudly i say very clearly like all right man take it easy all right man have a good day like damn the haircut's fresh you know what i mean like some weird shit like you know just some some not weird shit because I was going to tell you like the other things that I do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I always tell my clients that. And um, so think about this, the benefits of s- saying those things and making that client um, feel feel welcome. So <clears throat> sorry, Jess, if you listen to this and I doubt you're going to listen to this, but but uh, say Justin goes on vacation for like a month. Or say Justin goes on vacation for like two weeks and his clients know like, okay, like he's going to be gone for two weeks. Who do you think that they're going to try to book their appointment with? They're going to try to book their appointment with somebody who they feel comfortable with inside the shop. They, 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 they support the shop so much or the client supports the shop so much that even though uh, their barber is going to be gone, they want to keep the money inside the shop. These are things that you are not um, these are things that people are not gonna, going to tell you because you're going, they, the, we want y'all to experience this, but I'm giving you guys like a little cheat code, uh, to this industry. So yeah, uh, they're, they're definitely going to come back to the barber that they are to the shop, but to a barber that they feel comfortable with. Now, this is the one thing that you have to accept is that you as a barber working in the same barbershop as, as, uh, the, the barber that you took the client from, you can't expect that client to be with you forever. You can't even expect that client for you to come back to you after that one time while, uh, while the, while your, um, coworker is gone on vacation. Uh, but that right there, when he's on vacation, um, like you'll save that for like a rainy day you know what i mean like okay cool uh i've cut his hair before he knows what's up so if justin goes on vacation again then i can take care of him and i could be a secondary you always want to be like the secondary barber and um not secondary you want to be primary of course but that's just in all reality that's not what's going to happen you're not going to be the primary barber for every fucking client in san francisco get the fuck out of here um but um do you want to make sure that they know your name like that? Those are one thing that you want to make sure that, that you, you have like this kind of connection with them. Um, whatever it may be, like it could be fucking about sports. It could be about like the, the like their shoes. Like I always try to make it a point to like compliment a client, uh, that comes inside the shop. Even, even like client says that, that, um, that come in like every single week, 
Like I, I shoot this shit with them. Like make it easier and make it a more enjoyable environment for everybody um, by just shooting the shit with people. Um, and that's like another thing I want to talk about too. Like maybe on another episode or even maybe on this episode is talking to your client. Like the, like all of that shit right there is very important as far as uh, keeping the client. Um, but we're, we're going to stick on the topic of, of, uh, why the, being the greeter is important. And I already talked about the benefits of being the greeter. Um, <coughs> so one thing that you guys also want to do, and I've seen this a lot, I've seen this a lot. You guys have seen this a lot on Instagram, on like any barbershop that you've been to any barber college that you, whatever barber college you're at. You guys have seen this, what I'm about to say. When a client walks inside the, the shop and a barber or barbers have the seat reclined all the way back, feet up with their phone all in their face. I know you guys, I know you guys are like looking and laughing right now because you've seen that before. You've seen that or if not, you are, you are a victim of it because I know for damn sure I'm a victim of it. I know I do that. Um, now that's a, a habit that I need to shake. Um, now I, I do catch myself doing that, but I, I, I try to like limit that. I only do that when I know for sure I don't have anybody, but even then you don't want a, a client who's not yours or whatever, a brand new client. You don't want them to walk inside the shop and you just look lazy as fuck. You know what I mean? Because that, and then imagine if it's not just you like, or like me, they see like two people in the shop with their feet up, with their phone, with their phones to their face. Or if there's three people that has it, like you just look like a lazy ass barbershop. You know what I mean? So this is what I did take from Chicago's when I worked there was um, the owner, Rob. He wouldn't let us sit in our own chairs. We couldn't wait in our own chairs. Um, I don't know how they, if they still do that uh, like today. <clears throat> and I know that all the other barbers that's worked at Chicago's can vouch for that. But one thing that he wanted to do was he, he wanted he wanted us to. He wanted us to not wait in our chair and not recline it. And uh, what we would have to do was wait in the waiting area. And Chicago, if you guys have been to Chicago's, it's not that big of a barbershop. It's like it's like an oval shape, like in like a rectangular oval shape. It's like a weird shape to it. But there's a little waiting area um, that we had to sit at um, while we waited for like a client to come. And if we, it wasn't like he would get like super upset if he saw us like chilling in the seat, but I don't know. Now that I think about it, like I'm going to try to enforce that. But, uh, in all reality, I don't really have like a big, a real big, like waiting area at the barbershop and like, bro, like being a, a barbershop owner, like I kind of hate policing motherfuckers. Like, you know what I mean? Like I hate policing like Pete, like, like barbers or, you know, I don't want to be that, that kind of, that kind of like barbershop owner maybe when i'm like older when i'm like 60 or 70 or whatever like i don't plan on cutting hair for that long but like who fucking knows like if i do then when i when i'm at that level then i could tell like like i could tell him like yo like don't sit in your fucking seat just wait wait in the waiting area or whatever it may be um so we don't want the clients to walk into the shop with our with our feet up because it just looks you just look lazy all right so let's let's work on that y'all 
Um, and I know that if, if you also have to lead by example. Now, I try my best to lead by example at my own shop. Now, whatever barbershop I've worked at, I've always tried to lead by example by doing the shit that I do. Like, one thing that I do every Saturday is I wipe my banister down, uh, the bottom of the, of the chair down. Uh, I get on my fucking knees. I still do this to this day every single fucking Saturday. I get on my knees. I clean the bottom of the barber chair, and I make sure that my chair is clean as fuck for, by, for, the, for the end of the week. So, I by the time that I come back uh, the following Tuesday, my shit is fucking perfect that like i'm taking care of the station that's taking care of me you know what i mean so that's one thing for me um but when the client walks in and you're kicking your feet up what do you think your client is thinking for real like just think about that like think about like uh like what well, what i want you guys to do right now is to eliminate all these bad habits so if you see somebody kicking their feet up and being fucking lazy and looking fucking lazy like don't don't like make fun of them or actually fuck that make fun of them and tell them like like dude you look lazy as fuck what you don't want to cut hair or whatever you don't want to you don't want to uh like let's just look professional you know what i mean let's look let's look like a fucking team um so i will be implementing this so if if i got like my 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 bar was at the shop listening to this like i will be implementing this but i won't be like enforcing it i'm telling you i'm just letting you guys know this right now because my the the waiting area for for my shop is not that big um but yeah we we do look kind of lazy and we don't want we don't want the clients to be like fuck man like like what is what's going on um Let's see, I put, uh, yeah, especially when a client comes to the barbershop for the first time, like, that's just, that's just a horrible look, all right, so let's, let's try to eliminate that shit, man, um, I forgot what, what I was gonna say after that, but again, y'all, like, just, if you guys, if you guys have the opportunity to be the greeter, be the first person that um, a client sees, then I highly suggest that that you take the, take on that position. Um, it's definitely not an easy position to have. Um, if it were, if it were really up to me, like I would probably be tucked off in the corner, um, so I don't have the just so I don't have that pressure on me because there's a lot of pressure with um with being the greeter person in the front because you have to be hella aware of what's going on because this also happens um where a client will walk in and i'm razoring somebody and remember mind you i'm i had with i'm razoring somebody i'm facing forward and people are walking in from behind me so i'm my back is against the door now if it's if a new client comes in I don't see that person. I'm now I'm in a zone like I'm 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 not going to to greet that person. That's where the the second person up has to step up and just say like, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Do you have an appointment today? Exactly like what I would have done. You know, what I mean, so like right now it's me, myself and Jr. who's first in the, the first the first people that you see when you walk in. So, Jr., if you're hearing this, if you're listening to this, if I miss somebody, then you go holla at him. Right. And this is something that I'll probably holla at him about tomorrow. Um, I, we haven't been in too many situations where it's like that because, uh, because I'm uh, on some real shit. I'm hella alert of what is going on, um, at the shop. So, um, 
It, but it would be nice if Jr. just or not not. I'm sorry to call you out, Jr. But it would be nice if somebody in the shop would just call it out. Be like, "Yo, what's good, man? Like, you have an appointment today." Especially if y'all see that I'm um that I'm I missed that person, you know. So, um, this the the teamwork's teamwork makes the dream work pretty much at the end of the day right so make sure that you guys take care of that i really hope that you guys um enjoy this advice of me telling you how important it is to be a greeter and how important it is to not look fucking lazy so with that being said y'all i hope you guys enjoyed yourself enjoyed this podcast uh again it is cake and it's randy follow me on my instagram follow me uh, I haven't deleted my Instagram account yet. I still plan on doing that, but as long as I have this podcast, I won't. Um, but on Instagram and on Twitter, it's at buzzing with anxiety. And that's how y'all find me again. It's cake and it's Randy. I'm out. Peace.